This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We watched Christmas on the Square, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christmas Fun. That's good. Okay. Sound angry. We watched Christmas on the <laughs> Christmas Square. Fun. And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christmas Fun. And you can't even wrap this under the tree, but here comes Christmas for me. Do you think you can make us laugh? No. You're a clown if you say. Hey. I'm a Christian wife. <laughs> Sicario. Everything. White women are notoriously shifty. Want to get in the bathroom? You should be upset that I had a laugh with her. Clean up on aisle butt. Big dick energy? Is that a new saying? Just tell me it's a good thing. Okay, then I'll take it. Welcome to Good Christmas Fun. I'm Kevin T. Polar Bear, or Kevin (gasps) Ski Porter. Oh, I saw someone emailed us, uh, and Kevin and Angel sing, which I thought was kind of fun. That was from, okay, that was from Crystal, and Kevin and Nature sing. Those Kevin first two I I you. read Polar Bear and Ski Porter. That's from Caleb. Rocking around the Kevin T. That's from Ryan. Oh, that's good. So we got options. We got but options. I'll say I'm Kevin uh, Ski Porter for today. <laughs> and as always, I am Christmas Caroline. Ho ho ho! And we're here to have good Christmas fun. <laughs> that's right. Today but we have a little. Actually, our guest name. I'm excited to to dive into her Christmas name. Cause she's got, she's oh, got them ready. That'll be a good five to seven minutes of material, right? How oh, that'll, going? that'll beef up the episode quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> good Christian fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies the music and the entertainment made for and by Chris, uh, by Christmas. It's made by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> by Christmas, for Christmas, yes, without any Christmas deadline. involvement. That's right. <laughs> Get out of here, red cups. Uh, <laughs> Red cups should be like a slang. You know how they call the people in Star Trek red shirts when they're going to die? It's like red cups that no one connects with this. All right. Wow, I didn't know no, that. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're a red shirt because anyone who's wearing the thing, a red... Though... Oh, finish your thoughts. No, sorry. no, I'm, I'm done talking forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you are uh, using a red cup, you're probably at a party, so you are going to die soon. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. A solo cup. But we uh, we usually talk about stuff made for and made by Christians. It's Christmas time, and we want a little break from this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to talk about fun Christmas stuff. Which guess what? It's Christ holiday, so it's all Christian. Yeah, Anything honestly, that's even. Is, our topic is pretty Christian, though. All, it all is said and done, very so. fully. Yeah. Oh, Weirdly. oh, she's talking before being introduced. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looks like we got a naughty little elf on our hands trying to break out oh. of the workshop. Someone needs to open up a a little stocking stuffer full of stuff it over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Caroline, it's our first episode we're recording after our Thanksgivings, our our respective Thanksgivings. I think they were both uh, respectful, 
peaceful gatherings of no more than 18 uh, to 24 <laughs> from nine yeah. different households. All tested. We did the smell test. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone was good. <laughs> Tell me what the smell test is. Um, it's where you, you, you kind of, you try to sniff out if you're sick and if you think you're not, then you get to hang out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. That works. No, I mean, like CDC recommended Fauci, Fauci won't, Fauci won't do the smell test because he's a fraud. Cause he's bought <laughs> off by big touch. He See, is. it's like there's he the is. five senses that are lobbyists. There's touch, <laughs> smell, <laughs> taste hearing third eyes vision <laughs> oh, yeah the third eye uh, yeah oh. and he got bought off <laughs> what anyway we had a good th- i had a good thanksgiving did you have a good thanksgiving oh it was so good i made two pies and they actually came out well <gasps> nice they came out are you making any good. christmas pies oh honey you're you're gonna see some christmas pies on the wow. timeline i got a have feeling. you made a honey pie speaking of no not yet That's i pretty good i made coconut cream i made <gasps> freaking wow, sweet potato pie and i made the mango pie shout out to rishi hereway and his mother were uh, you who, upset that you and demi both made the ba- mango pie at the same time no we did that as a tribute to rishi <laughs> oh wait can i tell the story <laughs> I for real it was like you both accidentally caught on the trendy pie and he posted it before you did and no I was like, oh, someone shit. oh my god someone said this too they're like Should we bring in our guests for this i want her to talk well i just want to no, i, I okay. want to i want to clear this up before we get any further <laughs> okay, in terms okay. of the, <laughs> the miscommunication this was based on so Rishi Keshirway, who some people may know from Song Exploder or the West Wing Weekly podcast or the Song Exploder television show on Netflix now starring yeah. Dua Lipa and freaking R.E.M. and Michael Stipe. Mm-hmm. So his mother passed away a couple of weeks ago and it was her it was her homemade recipe that uh, Samin Nostra, who's the author behind Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, adapted for the New York Times cooking page like a couple of years ago. And then they made it free and available for anyone that wanted to cook it uh, in oh. honor and in tribute to her. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah, and now when you Google mango pie, it's the first thing to come up. And I will say, and I dropped oh. off a few today for for some friends and special people in my life, and it's a banger, man. It's wow. it's 10 out of 10. And I know, I want one so bad. It's a graham so cracker cool. crust with cardamom in it, if you can mm. imagine. So oh, good. I can. So that's really sweet oh cool well thanks for telling me the story about that you're welcome do you feel bad about making light of it actually now i do yeah (laughs) i'll I'll have some shame spirals later tonight don't worry good well speaking of shame spirals i think it's time to introduce (laughs) our guests (laughs) friends and folks oh no i've been plaited my hair again excuse me (laughs) she is a writer an actress a comedian Give it the hell up for Angela Gerardino. Oh, Angela Gerardino! Oh no! Ciao! Ciao! Spicy meat, Balagerantana. Should have put, put some jingle bells on that. I Kevin. thought about that today, Caroline, and I didn't do it. Yeah, you Aww. have all month. You have all month. That's okay. We have two more episodes. I. Oh, uh, wow. oh yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Now. Welcome um, back to the show. She's been Hark on before. The Herald Angela Singh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or an Angela at the top of the tree. 
I'd like to find more. Any more? No, they're all angels. <laughs> so if you have a different one. In the arms of the Angela, speaking of saving and rescuing dogs, you know, Sarah McLaughlin oh, style. That's what I do for a living sure. now. <laughs> the world is shut down. <laughs> yes, guys, thank you. I'm so glad to be back on, especially for this angel uh angel centered uh movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a real angel fest today. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Angel Do you believe in angels? That's so funny because I have always believed in them. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. Why? Oh, that's so great. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's more theatrical than spiritual. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you about this, Caroline. Angela is a, a fan of AIA, Angels in America. Oh, uh, nice. She was out of town when we did those epis, and so we couldn't get her on for that. I'm a huge oh, fan. Huge fan. She has Harper's all the account. monologues memorized that Harper does about yeah. pill popping. And, and I did them when I was 18. Oh, my God. You'd grade. be a great Harper. How about, Angela, real quick, we do the monologues we've memorized Oh, no. Simultaneously. <laughs> oh, will Kevin get another opportunity you do? to Shut do up. his big gay monologue? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Man, I guess I do look like Ben Platt today. Hair You're down. Hair going gonna down. going to Platt attack tonight. <laughs> ben Splat, little lady. You've been Splat. <laughs> yeah, I'm his gross alter ego. I'm a no. nasty little bitch boy. I've been Splat. I'm going to come over everything. Oh, no. Oh, so my messy. God. Um, okay, you guys go. Ready? Three, two, no, one. No, I'm not doing it. Oh. I have sex with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fair. It's fair. Oh man, that was sorry. Nice. That was dirty. You have a you nice. you would have a great voice for Harper for Harper. Oh, Pat. I I, yeah. I wish you guys could have seen me like as an 18 year old taking it very seriously freshman in college memorizing all the all the words all uh, the pills googling them adorable. Being like, yeah. Well, and this is sad. this is something I think that probably feeds into it as well is that Angela is also much like myself, a bit of a wing nut, loves the West Wing, and so Mary Louise Parker mm. occupies oh. a very special oh. place. Whoever Josh hearts. loves, we love. Yes, and it should I don't have know been if you Amy. Guys will like this, but Angela, I think you'd be better than uh, Mary Louise Parker. Literally, I you can't say that and it not affect me, and it's very much affecting me. <laughs> I and I know you mean it as you. a joke. I know no, you mean I'm it as not. A joke. I don't mean it as a joke. I'm not joking. Because, I've never seen Weeds though, but I really have to watch Weeds. And I like her a lot, but I feel like you would bring a little bit more vitality to the role, and I would like to see that vitality. <sighs> vitality. Wow. You have it. You have it. You have okay. the voice. And I feel like, and also now you, you as opposed to your 18-year-old self, you might actually have a little bit of that worldly wisdom, you know, that been around the Mormon block thing that you have to have. Yes, I feel like. <laughs> you've, been closet, you've been married to a closeted gay man by now, right? Oh, yes. I've been, been around the block. Yeah, you still are. <laughs> oh, I mean, am, are you a woman in America? Yeah, hey. <laughs> the universal experience of being a woman in America. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gracious. Great. Well, I'm so I'm so happy you're back. We're so happy you're back, Angela. I'm so glad we to be were back, especially we were, before we we got on. We were kind of recounting where did we leave off with Angela and her journey and her story in my because heart. in your heart and asking how it is because we had you on almost a year ago. Caroline pointed this out almost a year ago to the day your your last episode came out. December Wait, really? 4th yeah, December fourth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. 
So wait, that's crazy. Because now I could bookmark like where I was spiritually a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could go back and listen and like hear re- what you were doing. Yeah, like, I, was I really rusty. never I was do. Really... Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. I was really wrestling with some stuff back then, but yeah. you know, I'm the same same old girl that was on here before a year ago. Grew up in the church, loved Jesus. Yeah, you were a um, worship leader. Oh my God! Yes, I was a worship leader, mm-hmm. um, but now, like you know, um, very theatrical. Very, I believe in angels, and maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where you've landed now, as opposed. To that's where I've year. landed now. I believe in Dolly Parton as an angel. Um, <laughs> in retrospect of that year last year, do you remember like what are the things that you were thinking about that maybe now you're like a little bit further down the road on? I think I was like, very. Um, specific about the theology of it all and Mm. i really wanted to like land on like this is what i believe and this is what i don't believe and now it's just like it's just funny that i really wanted to be um so straight and narrowed on what i wanted you wanted Mm -hmm. to be consistent Um, maybe yes that's yeah i think that was it and um just having that conversation is ever evolving so yeah well and i think there's something that becomes a virtue in the culture sometimes where it's like, if you're consistent forever, then you are a good person. Like that means you're a person of your word. Whereas like, yes. And, and that so often gets translated into yeah, politics, but also religion too. It's like, if you believe the same thing that you do when you're 15, that you do when you're 35, then yes, you've stayed yeah. that you've walked. Well, the I, meant, road. I meant less like, Oh, linearly like consistent. Like you've always believed the same thing and more of like, consistent because you have like your theological like guiding principle that you have decided on and chosen and then you build your beliefs from there or whatever yeah and it was also like the first like ever like kind of christian culture podcast where i got to like stamp myself and like what i believe yeah so i think there was a lot of pressure that's around scary yeah yeah being like oh my god this is something i'd say to somebody like getting coffee yeah. like i don't know how to say this like as a like printed out like this is where i'm at Yes, right. um, and this does. This will live forever. This will outlive us, me, <laughs> you. The internet itself is a concept. Yeah. It'll be archived forever. Well, I mean, I'm even kind of scared sometimes to like say where I'm at. You know, like literally, like, well, I'm an agnostic now, or I'm this, or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I purposely avoid it on this show because I want the, like, yeah, the latitude to like change or not have anyone know for sure. You well, know? Too, exactly. As yeah. a host, though, I think it's not always the responsibility to. I go back and forth on this because so much of the show is us talking, but also like it's it's to embolden our guests too, yeah, to share their thing. So it's not yeah, like I only self disclose if it like helps a guest feel comfortable or like to share to like have camaraderie, you know? Yeah, you did that a year ago, and I do remember that. I don't oh. remember what I said about Jesus, but I do remember you guys being there for it me when I was trying to figure it out. It was actually oh. brutal what you said, and it was, yeah, uh, we, we were had both to cut like, a lot of it out, hey. unfortunately. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, but na- but that I think that's like that's also an interesting thing that you've landed in kind of like a less rigid spot too because I don't know, there's maybe like two paths you go where you do become either very rigid and like this is my new belief and I've read all the books about Zoroastrianism and that's me now or whatever or yeah. You're like, you know, it actually is a lot more complicated than anybody ever makes it out to be. And so it doesn't actually make a lot of sense to just choose like my foundational belief now, you know. Exactly. And it's like what you said, like, 
Um, the idea of talking about your spiritual life should be evolving, but for some reason in the church, it's like that's just things changing sounds like not being faithful. Yes. And that's like scary. But like the nature of faith should be that it's growing like your body is and like you mm. are growing and you're allowed to change. And I think last time I was very pressured to feel like, oh, this is what I'm putting out and this is what I believe. But like everything changes and it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah I was truly. actually, you know, I was talking about this. <clears throat> just to co-op some therapy language and use it for religious discussion as people are doing a lot the last 20 years. I was talking to with my therapist about conflict resolution stuff. And kind of the idea of like your words being held against you of like, well, you said this six months ago and you're saying this now. So you see why that doesn't make sense. And just that idea of you have to be able to like evolve and change your mind and being in a relationship with another person in that sense of love, keeping no record of wrongs in that sense mm-hmm. and receipts and, and things of it's that so nature. It's so true. You would never be like, oh my God, Caroline, tell me about your marriage 10 years ago or if you were even married that long. But like, and if it's not the same right now, then it's different or you're lying. Or it's like invalid. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, or like you're not, you don't make any sense. You don't even yeah. know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, in big in relationships especially, you have to give room for everybody to change. Do you feel like you've had any significant shifts or anything notable happen in the intervening year since we've seen you and talked to you? Um, I think since you've seen me, I've the most the most significant is that I am un, I have understood that whatever I said a year ago is allowed to be different than what I said now. Mm-hmm. That's I guess. good, but nothing on that specific line. Like I think it just. Um, I am still very spiritual and still worship in my car. What does that mean? Yes. Um, what does that mean? I think it's like a sense of hope, a sense of like there is someone to talk to in the lonely moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's a grand plan or that my steps are um, written, I don't know. I don't believe. But I do know that like there is someone there when I am lonely. Yeah. Um I think that's where that's where I've developed to. Um I don't know besides that what else to say. So <laughs> like yeah, evolving to this idea of God almost foremost is companionship and comfort. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I said I think before, but it was like more religious and like now without being able to step foot in a church um it's very different. It's just more um personal like it should be, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, to me it like that state reminds me a little bit more of like when you're a little kid and you're just like in imagination land and you just kind of get, but like you kind of do think that some things are like magical a little bit and that just like works for you and you can't really explain it and that kind of thing. It's like a nice, it's a nice spot to be in. Uh, do you mind if I play this <laughs> this video you sent me? <laughs> oh my God, please play it for Caroline. Caroline has to see it. Caroline, I need your phone number. I need the, to send you. The caption of this video Angela sent me like a month ago is, hi, I'm reading for the part of Carl Lentz. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm a sports agent. Yeah. Uh, m- m- my name, um, uh, uh, my name is Rain. Rain. That's it. No, no hot takes. I just wanted to live. The Angela, you minute. know I enjoyed yeah, it so because I'm you know I've sports oh. agent. Yeah, uh, it's like a uh, it's like a it's like an like an agent. 
sports. For actors, but for sports. So I get sports players auditions if they want to do like acting jobs or whatever. Oh um, my I'm not going to tell you my last name um, because I don't want you to Google me. And that, <laughs> that's genuine. And that's a relationship. Middle East. <laughs> Middle East! I'm so, I'm so glad you did that because I really, it really does occupy my mind quite a bit. Like, how did that conversation go? How did he do this for five months so this and is, she never looked him up? Like, all of these things. I can't stop thinking about it. This is in reference to the infidelity of former pastor at Hillsong, New York City, uh, Carl Lentz, who admitted to uh, cheating on his wife, and then the woman Former was... Bieber handler, also, I think. You have to <laughs> oh, he was handling. I don't know if you saw those shirtless pics of both of them walking yeah. down the boulevard, but yeah. Just there two were, boys. There were many handles <laughs> and gutters of a certain nature as well uh, on his body. Uh, <laughs> but also, the woman he was cheating on his wife with came out and revealed more details, <gasps> some of which included, he said he was a sports agent, he said not to Google him, and amazing. <laughs> amazing. And he only told her his first name. Right. He, he said, t- pretty people are from the Middle East. The most He's- beautiful women are Middle East. And she said he acted like a virgin, which <laughs> is, <laughs> listen, it's okay to be a virgin, but it is hilarious when someone says that about you and you've had an affair about that with them. Acting I thought like that was a cool. Um, yeah. So thank you for thank you for personifying that for a second. Oh, for I wish you could have seen Kevin's. Kevin's. No, I sent it to her. I sent it to her. Okay, good. Because oh Kevin's yeah, yeah, yeah is, that's right. Kevin's is much better than mine. Um, it's more lived in. It's like really like more Kevin, lived in. He can he can what. access the Lentz mindset. Yeah, a for bit some more reason I I'm in touch somehow with what male manipulation could be in a way that Angela just <laughs> isn't. Weird. I said lived in, and I wanted to take it back the second I said it. <laughs> you know, um, he feels it. But this is this is a little wild too. By the way, Angela, you could be a front-facing camera comedy queen on Twitter if you wanted to, but you've opted out. Oh my out. god, that's so sweet. Oh my god, whoa! Because when you said front-facing comedy queen, I went, "Oh, does Kevin not think though that's like a a legit way to?" No. Oh, somebody's favorite. Right. He is a little Me bit too. disparaging, but then I really see, yeah, that you, there's some you great like queens working. Meg Stalter, Caleb, I think is a front-facing camera comedy queen. Who's there's one so of the many. There's so many. Carrie great. O'Donnell, Martin Hurley. There, yeah, you could be amongst oh. them. Oh yes! Oh no! I re- I appreciate that. It's like a whole new uh, sport that was invented. I feel yeah, like Lisa Gilroy. That's an FFCCQ for you. Her freaking Austin oh. Powers monologue that was going around. Hilarious! It was incredible! Yes. Incredible! Nice. Uh, and did we have something to do with that bump? I'd like to think so. Also, I want to read a really intense text message I got while we were recording this episode, <laughs> kind of out of nowhere, <laughs> which is, uh, "Do you believe the Bible is the word of God?" <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I am obsessed with that text message. I wish I got those text messages. Oh, man, that reminds me of when, um, Kevin, do you remember when our Bible study way back when had a couple a couple of boys from Utah show up, if you remember? Mm-hmm. A couple of Ben Platts. <laughs> okay. Do you mean okay, like Mormons? Okay. I don't, do you mean I don't like- love this. Yes. <laughs> couple of Ben Platts. I think couple they saw platypuses. Kevin and they were like, Hey, he's Ben uh, Platt. <laughs> Wait, are the female fans of Ben Platt called platypussies? <laughs> they are now. That's a that's that's a real question. That's a, a dwindling population in both yeah. in no, both no, animal no, kingdoms. On the window, waiting uh, for I don't. Oh, but one one time they we were on the sidewalk and they they just like saw me and I was like, oh no, and they were like, 
what do you think about the Book of Mormon? And it has that same energy, you know, it's like, a, it's just an opener. It's not an honest question. It's not an open question. It is a, well, yes. let me, let me harpoon actually. Well, let me give some context because this isn't, okay. this, this isn't with, with respect and anonymity, but the context yeah, is, we this need is the read context. it out loud. Was it you up? Do you believe the word of God? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of our code for I'm ready to go. Get over here. Oh my gosh. Do you believe? And I say, yes, I believe. And that's our version of the Nexium question mark RM, ready master. Yes. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, no, this is someone I've, this is a friend of mine I've known for years who is going through their own deconstruction stuff as well. Uh, so I think it is an earnest, like, I don't know. What do you think? What do but you it is, think? the oh, okay. wording is just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's, it was fall like you are already in a conversation we have been person. talking today already and this is okay, a okay, new okay. item yes I, I thought it came... i assumed i Me judged too. yeah i'm <laughs> sorry i'm sorry to this person you know and i, I wish it's you okay on your they'll never listen to this or you know. you've said that before and then that ends up not being true <laughs> yeah there's been some podcast stuff that there's you been some surprises <laughs> you, yeah there's been a few surprises <laughs> i love that oh my but, god yeah, i know i guess i shouldn't assume well. anything i guess i should assume like my grandfather's gonna listen to this and speak accordingly he's a curious man well i'm glad you're in a good spot with it angela do you believe the oh, word no, of great. god is the <laughs> what what's the question do you believe the bible is the word of god <sighs> I want to know what you're going to say. That's what I'm going to say. That's all I'll say. My response to this person is going to be... Uh, a link to GCF. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd text it, but I'd rather you listen to my answer. Here's episodes one through Start with the first 500 hours. Yeah. Hey, shout out to all something. the Spotify rap charts. People tagging us in those. Oh those my gosh, yes, sweet. that was really nice. We only reposted one of you. <laughs> think on, on, oh, on our, Instagram on the account. and I on my own I posted six because that's what I care about yeah <laughs> hell yeah Getting that bumpy but yeah yeah I what my response to her Angela will be I'm not sure I don't the the question is always what do you mean by word of God before I can even answer that yeah you know what let's I mean establish the stasis let's right. that's an OG establish. When you, yeah <laughs> yeah no I learned that technique from my mentor Ben Shapiro <laughs> <laughs> Platypussy hive. <laughs> platypussy hive. We're platypussies. The red. The red. Make like a Wait. squish sound. <laughs> Hi, puppy. <laughs> oh, God. Now, apparently, Gross. he has a live at Radio City Music Hall special that I've not watched, <laughs> but I've, I've recreated it. like looking in line. a damn mirror every, okay. the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, it's me every morning. Oh, 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 oh I'm doing it. <laughs> No, if you watch it, he is like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the plat hive out there, all the platypuses yeah, out there. I, I truly don't have anything against him. So I used to be a part space. of it, I feel like, for like a second. Well, you're part more of a part no of the um, uh, suicide fraud musical that everyone loved. What's it called? Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I thought it was my favorite musical. I saw him live yeah. and I was changed forever. At the Amundsen? No, no, no! I saw um, him on Broadway. Oh, I saw him on Broadway. Oh, yeah, and he's all like all hunched over and shit, right? Yeah. yeah well, well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Good for me too, I guess. <laughs> hey, what if Caroline? What if I start an identical, a Blake Rain s career? <laughs> <laughs> and I call myself Ben Splat, and it's just that is what it is. Just like go to karaoke bars, doing doing like Evan Hansen songs. Yeah, that'd be great. 
Does anybody uh, have a map? Anybody have a know how to handle that? Well, that's not even yes. him, is it? I've never or seen just it. start I've a new TikTok it. account where you you keep insisting that you are him, and yeah. to see where that goes. Because I'm like, go or just far. say it's your you're his older brother. Yeah, like his older redhead, cool old. I'm his older brother, Ben Splat. Same first name, different <laughs> last name, but we same, are related. Yeah, but we are related. <laughs> We're in the same first name family. Come on, Christmas. He's one of those. <laughs> like in, in the in the same. Oh, yeah. Angela knows. Angela knows. It's like Anthony <laughs> Rapp turned to a, a million. Lot. Yeah, it's terrific. I didn't even put together an Anthony Rapp Ben Platt like correlation. Oh, yeah. But they are writing each other's success in a weird way. If you think about it. Well, I mean, we've talked about that before. But Anthony Rapp was like that became the voice of musical theater for like twenty five years. Yeah. And now and it's. Now. Rippity rap, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's all Is that, that stuff. It? <laughs> Wait, Angela, what were you gonna say about? Do you believe if the Bible is the word of God? As a, as a, as a oh, I, no. All I was gonna say was I wanted to know your answer. I do believe it's the word of God. I think. I think. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were gonna say I think something else, and then you're. Like, oh no, I think it's the word of God. <laughs> you're saying a Yoda. I think. Yeah, Amazing. a Yoda. A Yoda. Um. Yeah, I think I don't know what is the word that. That's my follow up question. What is the word of infallible God? You know I mean? word of God? I know we can do a linen parm and veep from that. Well, what is a word? Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> On that yeah. part, I don't know. So that means like God. I don't know. I feel like some people would say the word of God is it's God speaking directly to humanity. So saying the Bible is the word of God means this is, you know. Bruce Springsteen put out an album called Letter to You. This is his letter to us. You know, Ooh. maybe people would I mean, say that. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm like wondering, does this person like want to know, like, is this literally what God's saying? Literally? Right. Or is this like poetically or whatever? Yeah, because poetically everything is a word. Yeah, I'm the word of God. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. Ben Platt's the word of God. Dear Evan Hansen. Well. <laughs> That's a good one. No, it's like, I feel like it's the, imp- it's the big first question in like a, t- a deconstruction, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like a evangelical Christianity, if I may say, has idolized the Bible so hardcore mm-hmm. that questioning the Bible is dismantling the entire religion, which is right. interesting. It's a house of cards. Yeah. And we should be able to question it if everything's built on it. We yeah. should be able to talk about totally. it. Caroline, do you have anyone in your life that like comes to you often for sort of deconstruction-esque questions or like, I don't know, I'm kind of getting out of this. Uh, like that kind of leans on you for that? Do you have anyone no, like that, Angela? But I did get a cousin, oh, like at a left field one day, ask me something I thought was kind of a leading question of like, I don't Ooh, know, what like was a, it? I don't even remember what it was. I'll have to look it up. But it was, oh, it was like, what do you think of bl- this person, like blank person? And it, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Why are you asking me? And they're like, well, I've been thinking of this book. I think you'd really like it. And as the conversation went on, I realized it was more more along the lines of like I'm maybe the most like liberal Christian this cousin knows and wanted yeah. to like tell me about her like discovery oh. that she found so we could like talk about it together. Less like, hey, I'm worried about your journey with faith. Which, so that was kind of cool. Okay. But anyway, so, that's the closest I've gotten to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I that's surprising to me that more people haven't reached out and said like Caroline, we've heard you on the podcast. <laughs> 
I was just about to say, like, uh, maybe I that's feel like the you issue. Sh- like, Caroline, we've heard you on the podcast. Oh, I see. So that's we a, will that's not a barrier be coming to, to you for the altar of wisdom. <laughs> because if I heard you guys, if I heard this podcast when I was 16, my mind would be blown and I would DM you, Caroline. Oh, not nice. Kevin, because he's a man and I would be scared. Well, yeah, I, and it oh, would be inappropriate. Oh, oh. And yeah, by the way, all the two of us, who's more scary? <laughs> Out of uh, You've listened to 159 episodes. Who seems more scary and... <laughs> Like emotionally or <laughs> I don't think I'm um, scary at all. I don't know. I can't believe you don't get I was looking for a sock monkey in my background I, before. Not by not by my friends, I guess not. I think my I think everyone is kind of like already figuring out their own thing, you know? This is what I was thinking of and that was why my face was blank just just now. Was Angela, I feel like talking about the angels thing. We will talk about that more in the second half of the show. But I feel like that's going to be a really rich topic because I think it's the theological basis of the movie. And if it's something you relate to as well, like it's going to be great. So I'm trying to get into it more. I love that you brought that up because that's the only reason why I said it. Because um, the movie did make me remember that like growing up, like when I was really involved with the church, the idea of angels was so exciting but yes. never preached never preached upon never talked about and i said it already but like it was very theatrical and like very yes. like oh my god angels could be around you and yeah. i'm not kidding and i'm not trying to be funny i'm actually just being honest watching this movie two hours ago i did actually think that maybe some of the people i come in contact with are angels yes oh i mean kevin nice are we idea. diving in yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, that's wait? kind of yeah. our cue. Uh, let's okay. take a quick break. No, we are. No, it's good. No, we just got to take a quick, teeny, tiny little break. Thanks again, Angela, ooh, for sharing your stuff. Sexy little just ad. A, and then ooh, we'll get just right a little back into it. Bin splat spots breaky way we co. No, don't give them any free press if they're not advertising this week. Uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Good Christmas fun. Damn it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christmas Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Oh boy, Christmas on the Square, a movie that came out a month ago as of recording this, November oh. 2020. Shot, I believe, in summer 2019. 
in Atlanta, Georgia, wow. which is why there are crowds, people touching each other, having little smoochies sometimes. <laughs> Even though there was a part of me that was like, was Dolly fully CGI'd into this movie because she didn't want to get COVID? That Potentially, that could be true. <laughs> but I, and there were CGI, mo- CGI Dolly moments, but it is not COVID related. Wait, well, we didn't even talk about Christmas with Angela before we get into the movie. Are there like like Christmas music, Christmas traditions, mm. Christmas thoughts and feelings you want to share just generally before we get into Christmas on the Square? Oh, yes. that's so sweet. I mean, um, it's crazy Christmas and COVID as a Christian, Christmas, COVID Christian. It's like, I'm like, mm. how am I going to do Christmas Eve without going to a Christmas Eve service? <laughs> yeah, it's a real Come whammy. on. But no, I'm... Um, I, I, in my house, we listen to Amy Grant Christmas. Um, to you, that's the sound of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's the sound of Christmas? Yes. Those are my Christmas credi- traditions. Um, I love Christmas movies. Hence, this was a delight. This was an absolute, mm-hmm. an absolute delight. I also am one of those people, like I'm very uh, heart-driven, not head-driven, where during the holidays, I am very spiritual more than other times. Um, mm-hmm. And what, that might How does be, that manifest for you? Um, a movie as such today could speak to me more than one would mm. usually. Um, I'm like, maybe every year at Christmas, we're supposed to really like realize where the angels are. Yes. <laughs> I do know that's crazy, but also, like, I don't know. There is something about Christmas magic that is just the Holy Spirit. (laughs) I don't know. People are a little more vulnerable, right? Like, they're a little more open, a little more porous. Like, they're a little bit more willing to hear it. Like, you finished the year, you're tired. It does feel like, wait, Mm -hmm. can I, mm, I mean, maybe not this year, but it does feel like, (laughs) I'm about to say something stupid. Do, Do people actually feel more open to love? Around Christmas time, like romantically, yeah, or like a oh. quick handy, or so you know, <laughs> what I was gonna say about a quick handy, speaking of quick handies, <laughs> is like, do I feel more spiritual or am I told to feel more spiritual? Are we told to feel more like coupley that I want to give a quick handy, yes. or are we just feeling it actually? The yes, no. yes. It could be both, you know? It doesn't have to be either or. I just feel like uh, I, I, I'm thinking back to the last, like, 10 years of Christmases. I'm like, around Christmas time, sometimes there's an energy or an entanglement where it's like, here comes Christmas for me, where it's like, oh, this uh, would this happen? Otherwise, Caroline's freaking face. Going, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Nothing happened. I mean, well, I mean, it depends, but I don't know. Like, it just feels, I don't know. This is something... Maybe there's an off mic discussion. You're saying like people are feeling a little bit more randy. They're a little bit more like let's let's do randy? it. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm being really random. Santa, Santa, Santa Claus comes down the chimney and says, "Ho ho! Do I make you randy, baby?" <laughs> <laughs> that is. Do you want me to say wet and horny during Christmas time? Is that better? yeah? I do. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, but you're Fuckable. right. You're right. I don't think we actually feel that way once a year. I think we're just feeling that way because of the decoration. Well, it's like cuffing season, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. We're just being told that. We're just talking about cuffing season. Yeah. That's all we're doing, yeah. Hey, and I'll tell you what. In Los Angeles, we only have one season pretty much all year round with this weather. Awards? What's that? Awards season? Yeah, awards season is what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. yes. The stars are out. The stars are out. (laughs) Well, I I don't know if you have... 
Christmas movie traditions, Caroline. I don't. It sounds like Angela does. I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, like, do you usually have, like, I was just making conversation. I was like, are there, like, movies you usually watch? And she said, yeah, I always watch the original Grinch, The Family Stone, The Holiday, Home Alone, and Christmas Story. I watch those every year for Christmas, which is a lot. Wait, hold on. Family Stone? You watch every year? Family Stone. I don't know. Family Stone is becoming established as a classic, and I watched it, I think, a year ago, and I was like, this is something so perfect for this podcast and I'll never be able to say it anywhere else. Oh, I yes. was in a Bible study with the girl that's like the younger curl in Family Stone. <gasps> Shut and up. I was so jealous Little of Stoney. her. Little you were Savannah in- or something is her name. Okay. And my mom loved her so much more than me. Rachel McAdams? And no. <laughs> I was in a Bible study the with Little girl, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. That would be newsworthy. Yeah. Who is she? I think the only fa- um, me and my brother are obsessed with Christmas with the Cranks. We watch it every year, ironically, <laughs> kind of. That's the I, only. That's the yeah, only one we have. I think like it's too soon. Like with movies, a rewatch. I need like two. Or, I need like three or four years. Actually, I think between a rewatch, unless I like really love that movie. Interesting. Because it's just it's too stale. Otherwise, even with Christmas movies. Although maybe I'm starting a new new tradition because I am very excited to watch Klaus again this year which is going to be my lift up at the end of the episode. I got invited to watch Klaus in a friend's backyard last night, and I had to say, no, I have plans. It was watching Christmas on the square. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got a date with a certain Uh, country legend. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, a little angel said I couldn't come. My little CGI my little cloud. <laughs> oh my god! Well, but you yeah. know what? There, there is something to be said about Christmas movies only feeling fun when they're older. Um, yeah. Well, with age, I know it. It is well. I I guess it's like any Christmas standard, like a song where it's very tough. There's really no Christmas classics after Mariah Carey in the canon. That's the last one. So similarly with Christmas movies, it's like. Love actually kind of elf kind elf definitely and then after that's like now yeah what's the yeah and hallmark's trying to get the mark but like and what was it last christmas last year did you see that caroline Amelia clark and i wonder if happiest season will become anybody i was just about to say i haven't seen it yet it's on my list but Mm -hmm. I, i think that might be sounds like a cozy good one yeah maybe but this movie Christmas on the Square. Will surely not make the canon. <laughs> I I don't know, Caroline, because after this, I was like, I don't know. Is this going to be my new Christmas tradition Treat? as far as watching goes? Kevin's hookup movie, I guess. <laughs> no. Wait, what do you think my hookup movie hmm, is? This is perfect for some over the sweater stuff. Wait, what do you think? <laughs> well, Caroline! I'll just say, I just want to see that, that little reindeer does. <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! Over the sweater stuff. <laughs> I'd be hey, mortified. Do you come over? Like I watch this movie, like ironically, all every year. It's actually really funny. <laughs> it's actually really funny. We can laugh at. Old Are you people. cold? Come in here. <laughs> uh, Christmas. Uh, no, there's a there's a lot of charm to this film. Should, shall we get into it? Yeah, I want to read a synopsis. I couldn't find a good one, so I wrote one instead. <gasps> And you this wrote is, it, Kevin? Yes. Oh, I'm excited. This is a movie. It's directed by famed choreographer, director, this is a letterbox actress, live. Debbie They're coming Allen. Coming at you from GCF right now. I'm excited. No, Debbie, I like it. Debbie Allen's a legend. Felicia. Yeah, okay. Legend. You guys, I was, <laughs> I meant to research Debbie Allen. I did not. 
Um, but I was going to ask you, too, if you could tell me, because I know she's important, but I just don't know she's like, huge. who she is. Yes. So Debbie Allen's a famous, she's like in her 70s now, and she is yeah. a famous choreographer, actress. She was on the TV show Fame back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. She is sort of uh, a part of the Hollywood family, sister to Felicia Rashad, won a bunch of Golden Globes, won a bunch of Emmys, and has wow. directed a bunch and has acted a bunch too. And she's been on Grey's yeah. Anatomy since 2011. I was just about to say, a she's a Grey's Anatomy, like it's like a perfect, like, like a perfect musical theater woman that like grew up like doing so much dance yes. that then pivoted and mm-hmm. like found a perfect like Grey's Anatomy it's just like it then that's what's so funny about this movie it's like Grey's Anatomy meets dance baby meet so you <gasps> think you can Christmas. dance yes. because yes. also Janine Mason from so you think you can I mean more more famously from Bunheads oh obviously but also from so you think you can <laughs> not dance. more Bunheads. oh my god um oh, I was so excited Janine Mason also briefly went to UCLA at the same time I did and one time I saw her on campus and I was starstruck wait is this the girl who's the assistant who's the yes. angel she's a little yes. angel because yeah. she's also she's also in Grey's Anatomy and Shut she up. must have been like a Debbie Allen. Hey, come do this movie with wow. me. Wow, I'll I give you a song totally with it. Dolly. Yeah, the whole because time I was like, Janine. She- I watched her season of So You Think You Can Dance with my mom, and she was incredible. She's amazing, and she didn't get enough dance in this movie. And that's that's my one big criticism. I'd say she was dancing the whole time, but not. She should have had like a big. You know, I don't solo know, number, contemporary, I mean, lyrical, slow. I mean, there's a <laughs> in the square. There's a Bunheads <laughs> tribute where Dolly Parton becomes the Kelly Bishop character and is like ordering her around in the ballet studio. Yeah, I mean, that was cute, and I think that was supposed to be her like dance number. But for me, it wasn't enough. If you could really see what this girl could do, you would say her her shine was dimmed. Okay, here's <laughs> the synopsis of the movie, just for an overview uh, by me. How does a small town keep capitalism from colonizing their folksy way of life on Christmas Eve? <laughs> well, it looks like they'll have to use the power of song. <laughs> Time together round for Christmas on the square. A oh, wow. new holiday classic with a pro-life twist. Starring Dolly Parton as a hobo angel <laughs> with the power to impregnate infertile women and Christine Baranski as an urban developer Queen Grinch with a stare so cold it's hot enough to make you nut nut Meg that is oh my god what (laughs) (laughs) oh I really feel like you should be hired by a local newspaper to be their film reviewer. Like, couldn't you read that in like the Kentucky Herald? I think I would get banned from Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You'd have to clean it up a little bit. Wow. Um, no, that's true. This is a, I, I would call this movie landlord propaganda first song and dance second. And I still had a good time. And that speaks to the level of, entertainment that they brought i think when this movie came out i no, when the uh poster came out mm-hmm. i remember seeing the poster on dolly parton's instagram because i follow dolly parton of course and because i need the vaccine information and well, yeah. i um <laughs> what if she's like doing fauci-esque <laughs> updates every day like 
Okay, so they're in clinical trial this stage. This is why four. the quarantine period has gone to 10 days versus 14. <laughs> it's like if, and they're like, oh, if you want to be updated on the virus, you need to follow Dolly Parton on you Instagram. Got him. You and got I was him. like, quick follow. Um, but I did see like this beautiful poster with like so many different characters. And when you really scroll in, you see Christine with an eviction notice. And I remember being like, what a prop to heavily. Uh, like feature in feature, the poster. Be featured in the poster. <laughs> they really gave and, it away. And it's true. I mean, it really shows. This is about landlord life. Power. <laughs> it's about landlords. It's about... The, I, I would also call this movie Angels in Kansas, a gay fantasia on holiday themes, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> because there is yeah. so much, like truly, as someone who's... Um, Unfortunately, hopefully, I'm not too appropriative of the culture, but it's like there's like a lot of gay bait in a good way in this movie because Bur- I feel like Baranski and Dolly Parton are both queer icons for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But- and Debbie Allen to be. And Debbie Allen, yes. So you have yeah. like two huge stars with their, I mean, Dolly's not even like a star. It's like it's like I'm talking about God or a saint right now. It's like Dolly yeah, Parton. Yeah. Like I don't even know she how like to conceive it. But Christine like, Baranski, you know, celebrity Dolly Parton, right? <laughs> yeah. But Chicago, Mamma Mia, freaking all you know, Good Wife, Good Fight, all that stuff. Grinch, yeah, and Grinch. I know. I she thought got about to, her in the Grinch. She That's got to reverse Grinch in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What an icon! Two two iconic Christmas movies for me. Christmas <laughs> in Square. Although at I, the same, there's such a. But I feel like. Because all the music in this movie is written by Dolly herself. Yeah. As and well. you know it. I know it. And I feel like this so epitomizes almost like the um elusiveness of of some of her thematics and some of her messaging too, where she mm-hmm. is, you know, as Jed Abenbrad went over in his podcast, Dolly Parton's America, so effectively last year, she is like the last person that Everybody agrees on basically everybody likes, but the reason for it is because of like catering to everything because so much of this is like Hallmark family, like Christmas core, like your, your pastor dad would put this on, say like, they, they should make more movies like this. And at the same time, using kind of like this queer coded imagery and casting and director at the same time. And even having like, the hairstylist in the in the salon where I'm like, is this so neat or not niche? Is this so like tokenized? It's offensive, but it just oh, like no. exists. And I and I was I was watching an interview that uh, Bransky and Dolly Parton did over Zoom, which is truly like staring into the abyss in a way where it's Sad. Like these two icons. <laughs> Sad. But there was this gay interviewer that was talking to them, and he's like, "This meant so much to me, and like I feel like this embodies so much of like the queer community spirit and cre-. And it was so fun to watch him just like say on message of like Bransky's like, "Well, I wasn't really thinking of that when we were making the movie, but yes, oh my it God. is very jolly." But and- isn't there? <laughs> Isn't there a couple in the town that's heavily featured? That's like there. It's like a gay yeah, couple in the yeah. Town? The the couple that works at the hair salon. Yeah, yes. they're like openly yeah. gay. Yeah, the and they're like at nice. the town meeting. They're talking all the time, but they don't have names in the movie. Right. right. Or, I mean, they have names, but like I I noticed that make room for Carl. Uh, the, Carl. I would say also <laughs> the other thing in watching this, like speaking of the casting and everything, is like. It's a lot of older people on this cast. Like it yeah. is an old <laughs> cast, and I enjoyed that. Honey, I thought it was you cool, know but I to loved me, that. It. Like, oh, Kevin was creaming all day long watching this, but it was like <laughs> that. Also catered to me to that kind of like musical theatery, maybe queer culture too. Of like, 
these people, like maybe mainstream, a lot of people don't know who they are, but anyone who does know knows that they're an icon and you're going to be so excited to see them on this thing. But like I had to look up a lot of who these people yeah, were. Yeah, well, I know? think most people know Tree Williams as Everwood Dad rather than like he was, I don't know, he was doing Broadway stuff in the yeah, 80s and hair. 90s. Wait, so, is this he was Chris, in hair in the 70s. Is this uh, uh, the pastor? This is no, not the Carl, pastor. This no. is uh, Who's the lamp, pastor? lamp store man, the keeper of memories. Oh, lamp store, lamp store, lamp store. Yes, he he sells lamps, and it's a business, <laughs> and he sells. And he lights those lamps. He is baby. in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but even Josh Segarra, who plays the uh, pastor Christian, he plays Pastor Christian. That was hilarious. <laughs> Did you guys know he was her? Son. No, well, oh, no. Well, spoilers for Christmas on the Square. I oh, guess. Sorry, no. sorry. We didn't even sorry. know she was pregnant, you know, until like the last five minutes oh, here, of this film. Here, but I wanna, when we but, saw that, before sorry. we like get too much in the nitty gritty, I want to zoom out and just talk a little bit about my experience watching this. Which, you know, my friend that I, I, I'm quarantining with was out of town, so sadly we couldn't watch it together, and I, I didn't you have anyone to alone. watch it over Zoom. I did watch it alone, so out loud alone no less than 12 times i said and i'm not exaggerating this for the <laughs> podcast i did say this fucking rules because <laughs> this movie i knew it rules it's so it is exactly what i want it was so delightful and it's um there is one of the greatest film writers working now is a guy named wesley morris over at the new york times who he himself is queer as well and he had a, he had this great write-up of it where he said it is it's it's campy in the way that's like it's not it's not bad in the way that you don't want it's bad in the way that you want it's like drunk on itself and it knows mm -hmm. exactly what it is and it knows exactly like how to deliver those things for you actually yeah, i love that yeah or i'll yeah. say this it's uh, the the quote is it's bad it's the sort of bad that knows what it is campy rather than camp campy is camp with a diploma and a martini and christmas on the square is a drunk Parton did the music, Debbie Allen did the bodies, the aliasms and the break dances and swiveling in the pews. She's also the director. Uh, and for the first 40 minutes, she, Parton, and the screenwriter, Maria Schlatter, keep it all humming with the campy swish you need for a romantic musical family tragedy holiday comedy. It's fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la land. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that yeah. And that was, my, that was my experience watching it. I was purely delight and every time someone just went yeah and i guess that's why you know the evictions are hard the evictions are hard, <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah it, it, and it was based on a play right it yes, opened i saw that, that. But like what it was was this play famous i it's, guess she did she did did a church do it or yeah something? i know it kind of was a feeling of like did your friend write the play like dolly then, wrote yeah. this for a big mega church in dallas yes, yes and they yes. put it up and now they have a netflix deal i gotta know but i have that no seemed, idea like, sort of relevant um, i honestly think this movie based off of what you just said kevin i think it's it's like all leaning on the back of debbie allen if debbie allen wasn't oh, sure. like directing this big time debbie I allen mean, vision yeah like it just came off it's like self-aware like all of her stuff is like very self-aware of uh, how campy it is yeah oh uh, oh going back to what you were saying earlier too mm -hmm. that i think is a good point is like dolly's sort of like She's spiritual and she's 
she stands up for something, but it's all kind of still vaguely like apolitical is also how this movie. Feels. Her theology you know, is yeah. like, I believe, and she said this interview, she's like, you know, I do believe the, the light of God is in everybody. And that's, I'm sure like most of it, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. in terms of like her conception of it. And at the yeah. same time, like very aware and wants to take care of queer fans and her totally. base and yeah. like yeah. all and parts of it. It's yeah, so but, but her, but the, yeah, but like the theology in this and going back to what we were talking about with you earlier, Angela, is I think so special because this movie, like it sort of talks about God, but God is not available to you. You know who is available to you? A personalized Dolly. special angel, which is so great. Who, Isn't that if, nice? If you've never seen a glammed up homeless person, I don't mean to be disrespectful, <laughs> but a full okay. monochrome look on Un- this woman. Unbelievable from the jump. I mean, I really I'm skipping, but I can't I can't recommend from this movie enough. Jump. Oh my yeah. god. Maybe we should play a little clip so people can get a taste and we can keep sure. talking about it. Oh, just <laughs> and we're the, doing a smoky eye for Dolly as the a amount of like, like just a little smoky of dirt on like one cheek it was like and then like a, a she homeless. like a lot of lip it's <laughs> still full wig she had it's like a so long good. braid going down it's oh, so, so corny ah, the shininess of the town square that is a clean street this movie also, they really is made us wait for it so good yeah. christmas <laughs> being at your best this is second one christmas is a time for sharing <laughs> Knowing you've been blessed. She has a heavy liner. Christmas like she usually doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the makeup was interesting on this. If I ever looked like this, this would be the best no I've ever looked in my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is her, yeah, dressing down. I, and I did truly think, because of the Instagram glow on her, I was like, is she there? Is she in the studio? I, okay, every, every scene with her, I thought the same thing. And I think there's scenes in which she's absolutely not. Like, I think when she appears yeah. on a cloud with Bransky, she is not, she's there. not there. I don't think. I think she is in the room for those, weirdly. She's I in think the... it's all the other parts. I think she was suspended on some sort of chair that they, like, moved up and down. With the girl from So You Think You Could Dance, Janine. she's there. Yeah. She's there. Yes. She, yeah. No, I'm not saying she's not. I'm saying there's, like, probably certain scenes where. There are I mean, some, though, yeah. Was so she, she in a cup home. holder, guys? Was she really standing in that cup holder? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When she it's shrinks movie, down to yeah, it's basics. Cup size. I do think I do think she was on set for a total of four days. Yeah. Oh no, fully no, and that's yeah, the thing. So in days. the ba- the basic broad strokes, Bransky is an evil yeah landlord developer. They're gonna tear up and evict the whole town for cheetah for the cheetah mall cheetah, cheetah mall cheetah cheetah, cheetah mall. mall. And so she's evicting everybody. And the reason she's mean is. So wild how we get there. But then she has a change of heart and saves the town, blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. Every time you think you know why she's mean, something else gets revealed for why she's mean. But here's the thing about Christine Baranski. She is incapable of being bad. She's never bad. Always good. She could not give a bad performance. In oh, sure. I know. She was so case. good in this. I felt like she was the best one. Like, she was weirdly grounded yes. and, like, believable she was throughout incredible. the whole thing. Her, yeah. She was incredible. Her she reacting was. to everyone. She's an icon. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Did you, did you guys know she hosted SNL? Like, back in the 90s. She hosted okay, Saturday that's Night Okay, so funny because the whole time I was like, 
this woman is a powerhouse and we don't know it. And she can like, do it we all. We don't talk about it. She can do it all. She can do comedy. She does drama. She does it all. No. And she's like a musical. Yeah. I wonder when like the Renaissance started. I guess it was me. I remember first seeing her as a young 12 year old boy in Chicago uh, when that came out in 2002. Wow. <laughs> and let's just say it oh, made I'm quite a. hear about Kevin blossoming right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're in, I don't want to hear about you becoming a man. I got whatever. my own little song to sing. <laughs> time but yeah, Baranski's got to get out of this town. Oh, Kevin, I wrote down a quote that I want to be our new Here Comes Christmas <gasps> for me. Which is? <laughs> Which is, getting fertility treatments is better than anything that can come wrapped in paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't wait to talk about that story. There's a, story there's a pastor this and his wife and oh they're having fertility issues and they want they want a child and She runs uh, a baby store also, the I want, irony. Yes. Yeah, they sell babies. Tell Cruel. QAnon about them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> at one point she does say to her husband um I know you've always dreamed of being a father and husband. And he says, no, I've always dreamed of being your husband and being a father to our children, which you know what? I can get behind. That's the right oh, answer. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get behind them. That's good. I mean, and then Dolly, um, spoiler alert, impregnates her. I lost with, my mind. I lost my mind. I lost I, my it's, mind. It's <laughs> she incredible. Whoop, with her hand and like a little glitter comes out of her fingertips, <laughs> smacks this lady in the uterus, and the lady like touches her belly like she knows, like she's. Pregnant. It rules. It rules so hard. Oh my god! Also, you playing these clips while we're together uh-huh. makes me realize that this movie, when I'm not watching it alone, which I did today, is probably ten times better. Oh, oh yeah, like a million times better. I can't even imagine. No, that's why I'm like, I'm gonna do this yes. next year. When nice. there's a vaccine, we're you gonna... two are coming over, and you're watching this movie with me. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have 40 oh people God. over here, and I'm gonna make them watch oh it, and they'll have a mixed reaction to it, probably. <laughs> Wait, does this happen before she brings the child back to life from I the dead? I think you already went past it. No, yeah. I think it's here. Oh no, here it is. Here it is. Yes, <laughs> it's... here we go. Angels is it? Fly cause they take themselves. Yeah! Yes. Here it comes! Go! Go! <laughs> scary. I need to close my apartment window. People are gonna think I'm getting murdered. Unbelievable! Oh my god! That is so scary. I didn't like that. So I want to talk that's about that's very Sleeping Beauty, you know, witch with like that green smoke. That's like, oh yes, I love that. It's Take awesome. Soul. No, it's it's so awesome. I want to talk about the reason Christine Bransky is mean and mad. Yeah, and there are people yeah. that are like, why are you so mean? And she's like, here's the reason, and it's because she she wanted to dance with Treat Williams at a 70s Christmas dance, which he was only she was only allowed to go to because it was a Christmas dance. And yeah, they didn't she, get into that, by the way. <laughs> that was my her favorite dad, part, like, I think, of the, the movie. Or something? I was, was only allowed about? to go because it was a Christmas dance. It was a Christmas <laughs> dance. She wants to be a Treat Williams, and he's giving a girl a ring in the coat room. And so she dances with some random dude. And she says, and this is where the Christine Baranski voiceover was unfortunately very hot for me. And she, she was talking about mistakes she made. And I was like, I could be that mistake. But um, she she talked about she made a mistake. And then she got well, I heard a Dolly Parton you. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> no, I would Dolly Parker. Well, no, no you would, wouldn't. No, It'd be the other way around. No, yeah. it would be like I'm the guy and she's Michaela Cole, and this, this finale of I Might Destroy You. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, incredible. Getting uh, rammed by yeah, Dolly. Just getting railed on by Christine. <laughs> and so she has a son. She brings a son to term. Yeah. They left out the part where they forced her to bring the child to have a baby. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like hide her. And so yeah. ever since then, mm-hmm. she was pissed at her dad, so she was pissed at the town. So when her dad died, she's like, I'm going to, I hate this town. And then- It was so crazy. Well, and also because she like spurned her very real nice boyfriend, Carl, the memory mm-hmm. lampkeeper guy. Mm-hmm. Because of the ring. Because, But it was more because, it was that, but then she realized it, but then it really became about the shame of him finding out that she had gotten pregnant with this other guy that very You're right. Night. And that kept her from ever like taking up with him again. Oh, a lot of actually, shame in her story, you know. His stuff actually with love his, that. his little convenience store and his little lamps and like, there's a treasure here. Actually, I this, <laughs> that song uh, unfortunately made me cry. <laughs> Guys, speaking of solo cups. By the way, clip Val Kilmer ago, looks good. Solo <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this That's, man has a full head of hair. Yes, he, he has. Does. No forehead. He looks good. He, he you know what? You know what Debbie Allen gave us? She gave us age-appropriate love interest. Cause, yes. Because Tree Williams is a cool 69. Baranski is a cool 68. They are Gorgeous. within a year Aww. of each love other. That. And you know, love And you that. know, Caroline, I love that. You know that's what I like. No, you hate that. You're like, no, I think 32 and 68 is more appropriate pairing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say Christine Baranski is single. Because her her she husband is? passed away six years ago, unfortunately. Oh man, and sad. Are you guys watching a teacher at all? <laughs> no, no, I do. I I see where you're going, Angela, it. and I like. I the just direction. wanted to ask, but we'll move on. We'll move on. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, what yeah, if so she, Kate Mara was a teacher? So Baranski. Also, we have to establish that her her dad and now her own literally the entire town (laughs) so i guess the the entire town all of the houses and all of the businesses so i don't know she's gonna like flatten it to put a a mall down but this is the confusing messaging of the movie that i think gets to the heart of like the contradictions within dolly parton is because the whole thing is like yes it's good that i'm a benevolent nice man who owns this town but we're going to keep yes. the rents low and the spirits high. That's the thing yes. that they repeat over and over again. Yeah, exactly. And so he he eventually is painted as this saint who like paved a path, paved a path for Christine Baranski to like be also a good landlord mm-hmm. rather than questioning the fact that like one person's little morality choice like determines the fate of the entire town. Like that's terrible. Like we shouldn't have to count on Christine Baranski having to come to Jesus in order for you to not like get your ass kicked out on Christmas Eve. But it was all part of the plan because as it's revealed in a very casual way, there is a second act twist of her assistant is an angel for real. Jimmy Mason. <laughs> Which I love. Fame. Yes. Is an angel for real. And this is all part of the plan. Change of heart, then she'll so change casual. her mind. And yeah. this is the way it goes. Also, there's like a child bartender that then gets into a drunk driving accident. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, Christy Baranski has a brain tumor. Just kidding. She does. 
sent. Oh, just yeah. kidding. Just I kidding. The printer ends up not being important. Oh, it's just fine. kidding. The machine was broken. The machine was broken, and I keep running over my doctor. All the- also, the entire town has a meeting in the church where they discuss ways to kill Christine yeah. Baranski. They're like, what a witch. We freaking hate her. Oh, but yeah. I will say, I what a group number. As oh, someone that was who fun. was in lots of musicals, that group number. It was so fun. I think is. this is a good musical. I could feel the energy. Like, I could I tell, like, oh, I bet they had so much fun each in between each take. Like, the kids and the adults got along. <laughs> like, they all were so great. Oh. Awful. She's just a little kid, that little witch. She's the wickedest, wickedest witch. She's the wickedest witch. The wickedest witch of the- I believe the word you're looking for is middle. Couldn't yes. be bad. She couldn't be bad with a gun to her head. She's too God. funny. Oh like, my let's God. call Christine to set. She walks on. Everyone's quiet. She's perfect. There's um, no, I mean, I'm I'm trying to be sincere, but there's really no part of this thing that I did not enjoy. No. Watching. Oh, I I'll tell you what. I, I did not enjoy the pastor couple. I found them really weird. Okay, let's talk about it because I, the whole time was going, don't find this weird. Don't find this weird. I but know. I why why are they weird. weird to you? Like, okay, why? well, let me first say that one thing that I did like about this couple and that you don't see in a lot of Lifetime movies is for a larger woman to be with a smaller man and have it not be a thing. And she's just like his hot wife. He's hot too. That She's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. great. That was cool. Unfortunately, she is annoying. And I don't like her. He's character. annoying though too. He is he, also annoying. Yeah, he says every line like he's trying to eat someone. Like he's I like, the same they're thing. delicious. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is casting when they lead with like vocals and not like yeah. acting. Because isn't that interesting? She's, she's grounded, but like he's like for some reason like eating his words when he's speaking. Yeah, I don't know. Like what's to a going scary on. degree. <laughs> I didn't know that I would have so much trouble. Making that second dream come true for you. Love, I didn't want to be a husband and a father. I wanted to be your husband, and I wanted to be a father to our children if we're meant to have them. And if we are not, you will be the most wonderful mother wherever those children come from. It's... It's, it's a reminding little, me of no someone. It's like a seducer. It's, it's, it's very... when a serious singer tries to act talk. Yeah. I guess Hey, so, you've got a yeah. great voice, though. What about Fun, the voice? The okay, voice can I good. tell you one of my favorite numbers was Baranski and the child labor violation, uh, Violet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I that loved that song. That was uh, so that scene. Fun. That scene was the That money. scene was the best. So, so Baranski goes into a bar to, like, you know, soothe her woes from selling her whole town. <laughs> and um, this little girl named Violet is like covering for her dad or something. And I don't know. She's the bartender. She lives the in the bar. And she's this world weary <laughs> little girl who she is lives. like, so she doesn't believe in fairy tales. She doesn't believe in happy endings. It's amazing. Actually, she does believe in happy endings. So this is their little, their little song together. With the pretzels and the drink. <gasps> She pours herself a chocolate milk. It was so funny. Also, oh, she, reveals, so she reveals to so Christine Bransky that she killed her mom. <laughs> <laughs> indirectly. Yeah. There's very little bliss. That's right. Life is not a fairy tale. I guess it is for some, but not for us. I guess we both know life too well. We've seen and felt what it can do, and we don't care that much. For all the skins and bruises, other pains life 
teach us lessons we have learned too well. No life is not a fairy tale, not a fairy tale. I mean, if a haggy old witch with a wart on her nose offers you an apple, then why would you eat it? Or if your house is so infested with birds and mice that they can sing a production number? Get an exterminator. <laughs> Get I'm, an exterminator. I'm Charmed. blown away by Christine Perez. Kevin, oh my God. Get an Calm exterminator. Down. Like, no, and I'm, tr- I'm not great. trying to overstate it. I'm just like, again, for something this kind of like, everyone knows it's kind of hallmarky, but they're probably excited to work with Dolly and with Christine, honestly. It would just be so easy to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. This is like... <laughs> This, this is my new yacht. I'm showing up. Yes, I'll dance with this little child in a bar or whatever. Yeah. But she's like, she's playing the moment. Like she when really she's is. realizing things like, wait, am I a bag of dirt? Like yes. all that stuff. And I will say, it's almost like, um, I forget who defined it this way. There's a critic that said like, all you need for a romantic lead in a movie or to be a movie star is it's just about the way that you look at another person. It is a person's oh, reaction shots when they're speaking their dialogue to you. And it feel oh, Caroline's doing something that, <laughs> you know, where you do a little, yeah, that's why Caroline oh, that's is, incredible, is, is the Caroline. movie star. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Oh, she's doing something unspeakable right now. I'd rather not. I think it's, I think it's the way you change, which is yes. also the way you react yes. to somebody where it's like yeah. the way you listen and the way you're like, wait, <gasps> and there were- oh my gosh you're taking me to another world when you do that i heard also that when you want to like do a romantic scene you're supposed to like stare at their mouth and then back at their eyes and then back at their mouth and that's like instant chemistry <laughs> there is one there's one song where like where christine kind of has like the encounter with dolly the angel she comes yeah. back that was to so the house fun. and and powerhouses she has a song about lighting lamps of just like, oh yeah, my dad used to watch a lamp uh, lighter and here's the folk okay. song. Uh, so it, I have to say, let yeah. your light shine. Oh it my got God. me emotional. It got me. It got Listen. me. Listen. I know. Gang. It was that song, that song and the bar song that made me realize, and I'd be curious to think what you guys think, um, that these are just like like recycled Dolly Parton songs that she has in her book yeah. that she's mm-hmm. writing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you didn't write this for this moment, Dolly. You wrote this about like just life and then you put it in here. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, could they, see it both it ways. She's a freak. She's like a Paul McCartney freak anything. where it's just like, yeah, she, she is could a freak. write she any freak, song. Yeah. She could just sense. pull out like an iconic song in a moment. But this song, legitimately incredible melody. Confused and lost with troubled hearts Let the fire of love burn bright Drive the shadows from the night The Scottish parable of the lamplighter Look at the cake on that dad (laughs) Also this dad She never told the story Ooh, this dad He's a zad He owns this town He couldn't be seen in the dark. It was clear from the glow of the lamps where the lamplighter had been. Oh. Spread some light. Oh, and the little lamplighter dance. And always I'm sure you guys have seen stunning. the uh the clip of Dolly Parton doing an interview on Stephen Colbert's show 
where she sings Bury Me, Bury Me Beneath the Willow Tree. Have you seen this, Caroline? No, this. but I have Caroline. chills okay. already. Well, indulge yeah. me. I think it's worth oh. watching on the show. You have to watch it. You yes. Give me a breakdown. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Also, it's the, incredible. this happened, um, this happened uh, the week that this is coming out. But uh, former President Barack Hussein Obama was on Colbert uh, <laughs> for an extended interview. And Colbert asked him, why doesn't Dolly Parton have a National Medal of Freedom? And Obama just goes, yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> that's so funny. He's like, yeah, I, uh, I messed He's that like, one he up. He had no like, media decor of I'll give Biden like, a no, call. A, yeah, he was a- like, oh. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> Dolly, Dolly World's going to come to him. Oh, my um, God. Actually, you know what? Instead of playing that, Mm-hmm. If you really want me to break down, and if you really want me to talk about who I think is the breakout star of this movie, is Matthew Johnson and doing his father's prayer song over okay. his daughter's hospital bed. Okay, so that's what we're here to talk so about. That's at the what end of the we're day. actually gonna need to talk about. Huh. Because if anyone's a talent in this freaking movie, oh my god, oh my! Every time he started singing, I was like. <gasps> Yeah, he I lost, was. I lost my. Breath. He was hot. He was pretty hot. Wait, okay, yeah. No, Kevin, part. this is about talent. Yeah, this isn't about sex. Appeal. Talent this is hot. Wait, do I have it, it wrong? But no, <laughs> your wires have been crossed for a long time. I actually, but, I, I, I actually agree. I am someone who is attracted to talent. But this of course, person's but this, talent. at this point, I was not thinking about that. I was just thinking about how. Me too. Oh, baby girl. Why is his shirt ripped like that? Know you you know why world. his shirt's ripped like yeah, that. Unfortunately, I don't know why. What would I do? A father's prayer by Douglas Sills. You are my light. My little yeah. candle glow. Yeah, get to the runs. I already got to the runs. I'm from Kensington. Oh, my God. <laughs> if she dies. Before she wakes, I pray that as she climbs those golden stairs in this world or hereafter, let the joy, the love, the laughter cling on, on and on. Let me be there. This is my father's prayer. He's, he's better though. He's amazing in this, but he's better in the like town so meeting good. song. Oh, sure. The town yeah. meeting song oh, is his like breakout I'm sorry. song. I, I know, but I have to disagree because also look how much this man is sweating. Look how every vein oh. on his head is popping. Like you're he right, is you're right, feeling right. this. <laughs> this was beautiful. It was not necessary in the film, and it, but it was good. Oh my God. I do uh. picture Debbie Allen being like, no one talk. We're just yeah. gonna roll. We're yeah, just like, gonna roll. Just, just roll. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh, I loved that part. I thought that was so good. And I love, I love how quickly. Um, I think maybe my favorite part of the movie is Christine Baranski's "Change of Heart." She literally sings, "I'm changed now forever." <laughs> <laughs> Everything that was wrong is right now. 
Were you guys expecting Dolly to show up above her like that? Here, I listen. clearly oh, see girl. Now what she's shown me. That all that seemed wrong is all right. And I feel that I have no time to waste. She says I can change, that it's never too late. Her and maybe, so good. just maybe, she's right. Does your mother know? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated Bransky too because a lot of the older singers and they can't really help this have a lot of that like in my town oh definitely tree williams like i have a lamp and i like my lampies or whatever yeah the the hugh jackman vibrato is what i would call yeah and that's what they're gonna say that's what they're gonna say about our generation's belters totally because no, it's, back then it's our splats yes if you will our splats <laughs> are gonna look our splats are gonna look old-fashioned i know it's all years it, we're so close to being dated so right anyway there. blah blah blah. just to wrap up the plot stuff baranski gets a lamp from treat williams from the little lamp store in it is a family bible in which she finds out the name of her adopted son that she or her son that she gave away for adoption that oh she God. never knew about I forgot I was going to write on the cover of one of my Bibles that I loved you guys and show it to you. Oh, oh very well. There's still time, that Angela. Nice. Honey. I can do it. I can I'm do it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> uh, when I first found out, like, oh, she had a son, my first guess was the dad of the bartender daughter. And then Nathan had to remind me that, no, she did not. Uh, her her guy was not a black man that she had with. And I was like, well, I can't think of another man in this town. And like, Caroline I was like, about I know, it's like Hamilton. <gasps> you could do that now. <laughs> I mean, I kind of was like, why not? You know, it's really Cinderella. And it would have been but, more... Yeah. It would have been more meaningful for him, but immediately when she was pregnant, I was like, okay, that makes sense because this pastor has been so superfluous in this plot. Yes. That now this makes sense. Yes. Yeah, he, unfortunately, he it does like a, make more sense. Sometimes the, the pastor made like Sopranos extra faces. Like he was like <laughs> doing background in a gangster movie. Like, maybe we have this baby, you know. We're going to have a child. Yeah, we're going to have a little baby. <laughs> Oh my God. And then, yeah, yes, then yeah. she's redeemed. And then she's uh, the pastor who's wearing a priest smock. What's that called? What's the thing with the square? A uh, collar? Yeah, the collar. Know, but, but is that yeah. is that not reserved for priests who are celibate? Or is that just any priest? It's both. It is both. Because yeah, I've never as seen. As comfortable as I am declaring a thought. On yeah, it. If we're wrong, I'll cut it out. It's fine. Yeah, but, but he's not, he's not a catholic pastor no he's not or priest but that i thought was only catholic <laughs> we've been doing the show for four years and we're both Embar- like yeah we're there's like, a collar is, ex- it does exist <laughs> wait kevin i am i'm shocked that actually both of you haven't talked about jennifer lewis's uh performance in this movie also because she really get, pops as well she she takes a little swim in the river of ham on on oh a couple of numbers with the gospel stomp with number a great one she's too. doing a backstroke of ham oh yeah no, she competed <laughs> olympically is what yeah. we're saying as, as far as that yeah. stuff she was goes. so yeah. fun i liked her a lot yeah jennifer lewis rules um like no one no one in this movie is like i i Man, I just really had such a good time watching this movie. Me too. It's yeah. such a dumb, basic, boring thing. But then the town is saved. It ends with Janine Mason and Dolly Parton looking over the town as little angels. And then Dolly yeah. turns to the camera and says, you got a light? Now shine it. And I was like, I will. <laughs> Dolly oh, okay, said, did you actually? Because I actually did. <laughs> you said I will? 
Oh my gosh. This is what I love about coming on to this podcast. If we're talking about me coming on a, a year later, it's like I never fail to just be actually honest with myself where I'm like, I did have that moment. It's safe. Yeah. For it's a safe. second. And I was like, Absolutely. am I someone's angel? Oh my God. <laughs> if yes. you are someone, that's a beautiful thought. It's in the name. Um, can I tell you guys the cornball moment that got me and, and I still like is when Dolly says, grief is just love with nowhere to go. Okay. I was like, Ouch. What did you guys think of that? <laughs> That's very sweet. Let God. me let me Google it to see how many uh, pillows on Etsy have that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, is that a cliche she made up? I believe it is. I, I just thought it was so good and poignant and just a little corny moment. Yeah, to me that was like well, it auto completes on Google whatever that tells you. For. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that checks out. <laughs> but it is beautiful. It's still a beautiful sentiment. Um, you know why else? Oh, go ahead, Angela. You you first. Oh, sorry. I did say it out loud. No, oh my god. <laughs> and I thought about it, and like, yeah, it, I was it like, hit me too. Like, oh is this god. a thing? Is yeah. that actually? Is that is grief that like is grief like just feeling mania because you don't know where to put love? But I was like, no, yes. it's actually just loss. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. but I but the, it's loss because you love them and you don't get to tell them. You know, it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I just never I, thought about it that way. I loved I loved it that way. I thought that was a nice yeah. little. You guys are cliche. making me sad. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of love with nowhere to go this year. I think. Oh, oh yeah, um, I know. Physically, about grieving a lot too this year, especially with all these people like that we don't really get to grieve, you know, mm-hmm. and that are gone. Yeah. It just, uh, that hit me too. Yeah. yeah. And I've been grieving um, since November the 8th, just, you know, the funny oh. ballot results. Um, <laughs> well, you get one and a half more beautiful months, Kevin. And <laughs> Are you does. grieving democracy? That's right. <laughs> He's grieving his, his, his good, the real president. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the reason you all enjoyed this movie so much too, is because there are no uh, cops in this town. <laughs> Wow. Wait, did Dolly Parton say fuck the police? She said a cab. There is a, a mailman pol- who dances a little bit too close to like a cop informant. Rat. I thought the same. But then I also I think he's just supposed to be like an airhead. And I was like, that's a and little a gossip. Bit- yeah. And I was like, you need to put a little more respect on the mailman, our, our real boys in blue. This you know? was a year ago <laughs> when we didn't know how much respect and support they needed. That's true. Yeah. true. Did you guys? Did you guys have like a moment? Um, I had a moment where I was like confused if this was like contrived or not. Where the whole like woman with a baby cast aside was a like meant to be biblical. Oh, that's yeah. Good, oh that's no, it's point. totally yeah. They were trying to draw that parallel. I think in the last church scene. Okay, no, I knew that parallel was being drawn, but mm-hmm. I was like, is that yeah. why this whole story about Christine having a baby and like this whole thing? It's, it's so convoluted. It's so yeah. interesting. Where it's I like- mean, it's kind of, but like also the nativity story isn't like, oh, Mary was, didn't have a place to go because she was ashamed she was pregnant or whatever. It was more of like a, a poverty thing, honestly. But Christine, exactly, yeah. exactly. poverty is not the issue. It's more of like social mores. But that's the other thing that I found really frustrating about the story if like I tried to think about it for a second which I wouldn't advise is like this dad did kind of an evil thing to her as well and like he if he was literally the man that owned the town and was so rich like he could have protected her or like made this easier or cared for this kid and like made it socially acceptable in the town or whatever and instead he like just ripped it 
from her and then like denied her ever even knowing who her child was and like i don't think that's a good man so we are saying that christmas on the square is about inherited trauma and (laughs) you should walk into the movie with that mindset incredible and a little dance in your shoes and a little tippity tap in the toes also yes speaking (laughs) of dance like can you think of a movie musical besides cats recently that had like huge dance numbers no no it was so good in that way it was very refreshing the sincerity of this movie was very refreshing and sweet to me it's so many leaps leaps Mm a lot of leaps oh my god yeah and Um, a lot of those like spinning with your legs around you know whoa (laughs) wow how did they do that I think it's time. I think it's time, guys, to give our our little ratings. It's our roaster toast time. You know this uh, the way this works, Angela. We're gonna give it a yes, thumbs I up, do. thumbs I do. down. Holy toast. We're giving a thumbs up and sending it to heaven, where Dolly's gonna sing to this movie forever. Or holy roast, we send it down to where Christine Baranski's dad is for what he did to her. To. Yeah. Or if we're not sure, we can put it in purgatory. The space between. And we'll start as usual with Caroline. Okay, I'm going to give it a toast. Uh, I, I do think it drags a little bit. Maybe for a while it was a little long. You drag and... a little bit. Sorry, I'm being defensive. <laughs> well, Kevin, chill. Um, and, uh, and, you know, not every character is a winner, but there are so many good songs. To me, I'm like, you should watch this if you are looking for a Lifetime movie that actually has some song and dance in it. You know, like that has some talent. And I feel like it's a fun one to watch because you feel like all of these people that were brought on the cast are just like personal friends of Debbie Allen or yes. Dolly Parton you know and so it's like a weird cast but they all seem to like really vibe with each other yeah. and so it's it's fun for that reason too. that's an excellent point where it's like it it is it is hallmark budget but then it's literally the most i two of the most iconic yeah. people you know i mean dolly's beyond that but like yeah the the casting yeah. and the choreography of it is just unreal uh yeah. angela we turn it to you yeah I, I on that note it's like if you're gonna watch a lifetime christmas movie why not like pedal to the metal like let's do it full force let's do it a musical let's do it debbie allen yes. let's do it goddess dolly parton so i'm gonna toast it because i'm like this is at the highest of camp there's like something about like i watch a lot of like christmas lifetime movies with my grandma that are like in the middle mm-hmm. where it's like cringy but this knows what it's doing there's yeah. nothing in denial about it we know that like there are angels in this world and that they fly above and we that know. there are grand landlords that own everything <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing you question about it because it's so camp um, and for that, I toast it. Good. A toast from Angela. I'm giving this all in <laughs> toast. All. I'm sorry. All I'm, I don't mean wow. to say that salaciously. All in. I am toast. all, all in, in this toast. You Be- loved this. I loved this. I couldn't believe. It. I'm like, is this one of my favorite movies that came out in 2020? I have no perspective. Maybe I've been alone Kevin. a little too long. Maybe I don't know. Guess it's good. I don't think it's like iconic. I, <laughs> I just had good. Yeah, I could. I kept imagining watching it with certain individuals and groups in my life and having a blasty blast and making hot toddies yes. like Angela. Totally. Did. Yes. And yes. it is. I also. Sorry. No, you go ahead. This is your take, but I'll just say I I, I wish I put myself on tape for this, and I'm going to send you guys myself <laughs> tape for this. <laughs> No, please do. It's not too late. It's a shame you are in this. For the rest of my toast time, I'm going to yield to Dolly herself. And this is her (gasps) on Stephen Colbert. Uh, And watch the video yourself. Look Look at her. But this is just her 
uh, reducing, you know, a grown man to uh, weeping. The altar, whatever. So she died, of course. She killed herself, I suppose. So it says, uh, bury me beneath the willow under the weeping willow tree where he may know where I am sleeping and perhaps he'll weep for me. So anyway, there's more to it, but anyway, it was about her thinking he, you know, he, today was our wedding day, but where, oh, where can he be? He's gone to seek him another bride. He cares no more for me. And then it goes, are you crying? Oh, bury me beneath the willow, under the weeping willow tree. Where he may know where I am sleeping, and perhaps he'll weep for me. So I better hush for you, Christ, after death, and we can't finish the show. Like a lot we... of Americans, I'm under a lot of stress right now. <laughs> and, uh, I know you're not really. You got crying, under my tripwire right there. I'll tell you right there. That was pretty beautiful. Oh, <laughs> we used to cry. <laughs> I know you're not really crying. <laughs> You're like, shut up. <laughs> oh my God. She's just so. Ca what is it about her that, like, you know it's corny? You know it's not like, wow, this is a book I read that really, like, changed my perspective on life, but it's like, it still hits ya. Ugh. It's also something so crazy about this movie was, like, hearing her lyrics and other people's voices. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, like, watching that clip, like, I didn't really, like, Okay, that clip made me like like very emotional as well. I didn't cry, but like there's something about her voice speaking like very like very like beautiful symbolism, mm -hmm. like wisdom things mm -hmm. that like just like go straight to the gut versus like when like I don't know, when Joe the Schmo is singing her songs, mm -hmm. it like didn't really hit me as hard. I think it's her voice. I it's her voice. I just think and it's, it's her also voice. like what you know about her, which is that she is actually a humanitarian yeah. person and like has actually walked the walk of all this oh, stuff yeah. oh, that yeah. she sings about. Like she believes it she's not pandering corny stuff to you because she knows you'll eat it up you know like she actually believes all that stuff and that's cool we recommend that you watch christmas on the square and then give it a roaster toast yourself get out there good at christian fun pod vote and pokemon go to the polls we did it we did it joe <laughs> <laughs> very grateful for that man the prayer memes are good oops the prayer memes are good of people saying grace and saying well, doing the it. we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Caroline. We did it, Angela. <laughs> and now we're bringing it down to a more worshipful space. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles. We're not here to promote ourselves or our own projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. And we start, Ooh. as per usual, with Caroline. Um, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. And this week's uh, thing that I'm recommending to you, one is a podcast called Poog uh, by Kate Berlant and Jacqueline Novak, where they, they talk about like, we'll see the products they buy in the wellness world and how they know it's bullshit, but they still like believe, you know, and just hearing them talk is just wonderful. I enjoy them mm -hmm, a lot. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for my Christmas movie recommendation, I talked about it earlier. You should watch Klaus on Netflix. It is so good the animation is beautiful the story is so well done and it like will really get to your heart it's a really charming beautiful story about like 
uh, unity. It's just great. I love it. And if you're in a gun to your head situation where you have to choose between watching Klaus or Christmas on the Square, well, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, Klaus every time. <laughs> Klaus every time. Well, we'll but. let the listeners decide that for themselves. <laughs> okay, We're... yeah, I'll let them have their own minds. All right, thank you, Caroline. We turn it to Angela. Oh, I'm here, I'm here. Um, also, I'm just remembering a year ago when you guys told me to do this, I had nothing to say, and that was so sad. Oh, that's um, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, things that are lifting me up, I'll say, oh my God, my friend, um, my, my family friend, Madeline Mills, is the lead of Jingle Jangle. And Whoa. another Christmas movie that I adore. We're gonna, yo, I'll watch that. Yes, wow. she she's incredible. Grew up in the church as well. It's an amazing movie. I had a blast. Another Chris, Christmas movie that I had a blast mm-hmm. that I would say would lift you up. Um, besides that, I just started The Undoing, and that's not an indie thing. <gasps> oh I need my to god! Promote. Yeah. But if you, anybody wants to talk about it. I would love to talk about it. I just started it. Wow. I'm so it's late required to the party. watching, I think, in the pandemic. I'm so late to the party and I can't believe it. It's <laughs> crazy. You're not crazy. late. You're like a, a week late. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Which is late. Which is late. At eons in internet time. I know. Yeah. Um, Angela, where can people find you online, though? Oh, they can find me. Um, I only have an Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. I should get on Twitter. I no, have. Um, don't, don't get on Twitter. I, I don't want to because, yeah, I, I'm just trying to slow it down. Um, I am at Giovanna Giratana on um, Twitter. That's my middle name because someone took Angela Giratana. On Instagram. On Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. Because someone took my name and it's up there. Yeah, that so sucks. you can find me on Instagram now. Well, thank you, Angela. You can find me at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. And I'll recommend, <laughs> you know, I saw that Mike Mills movie, Beginners. I thought that was so charming and lovely. What a nice time from the director-writer of 20th Century Women comes Ewan McGregor Ooh. being a, a sweet, sad boy. Uh, oh, I've with, seen this. With one of the most... <laughs> and and Christopher Plummer being a sweet, old gay man. And a dog being an awesome dog. Great dog movie. Good. Yeah. Or, you know what? <laughs> the folk, the folklore movie kind of cracked me up. That was, that was oh, fun Oh, really? Watch. I haven't watched it. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it I haven't it watched it either. I liked Is it. it uh, how does it compare to Miss Americana? I think it's, I think it's uh, uh, more revealing because it's performance, which is harder to, to, to curate. Mm. And, and oh, so, I love Miss Americana, though. I know. Miss Americana is <laughs> hilarious. It is such a document of a certain thing, but... But so much of folklore is just like so. In this song, I was trying to do this, and it's just her, Aaron Dessner, and Antonoff in the studio. And it's just like it's kind of a Queen's Gambit, where it's like these two sweet dudes being like, "Yeah, we're here to support you, no matter yes. what." And yes. uh, especially Dessner seems sounds like a fun thing to do with like a friend. Yeah, yeah, You're not it's alone. A good, no, yeah, good, <laughs> good, good friend time. Good, good. Wait, Angela, uh, have you watched the Lady Gaga documentary? I've watched two. it three times. Oh, okay, great. I was like, if you have, a, if you love to miss Americana, I can't. Caroline recommend it enough. My favorite movies are all documentaries that are either concerts or about singer songwriters writing something. Oh, For some reason, I get off on them. I'm obsessed with them. I will watch them, all of them. Even This Is It. I'm sorry. That's so wrong to say, but I like that? that documentary. This Is It stars uh, also the star of a movie called Leaving Neverland, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet that was yeah, interesting at the very least. This is one of our longest episodes we've ever had. <laughs> is that incredible? I love it's it. It's a Dolly effect. Dolly needs this time. 
Um, Much like Christmas on the Square, a little too long. <laughs> Get no, out I thought... edit. <laughs> Cut out a couple songs. Sure. Get out a couple. You can lift us up everywhere at Christian Fun Pod on social media. You go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun every week. We're dropping a second service. We're putting out Christmas carols that we write in 30 minutes. We're putting out lists of how to uh, uh, politely decline sex. Uh, there's there's oh a gosh. lot of great stuff happening there. Is there is some good stuff. The song that we wrote, by the way, that you'll only hear if you're on second service is... Uh, pretty excellent in my it's opinion. catchy it's catchy in that I still remember it um, <laughs> Kevin was singing it all day long <laughs> okay uh, and then you can uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts every review you leave we donate a dollar to charity and this month's charity is the Okra Project Angela thank you so much for joining us friend thank you Angela thank you for so having nice to me see you again I had so much more of a blast this time because last time, for some reason, I was nervous. We're friends now. It's good. Okay. We're just chill, Bill. Volume one. And let and me two. just say that last episode, it was so good. I don't think you should have any qualms lovely. about it. It yes. was fantastic and funny and great. Was that Super Chick or Barlow Girl that we did? Oh my uh, God, no. We talk about Barlow no, Girl, it was but Zoe it was Girl. actually Zoe Girl. It was Girl. Zoe Girl. Oh, excuse but me. But the reason why I was nervous wasn't, I mean, because you guys are also awesome and I wanted to be your friends, but mostly because it was like very intimate and spiritual. It was the first totally. time we were talking about it. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, You did great. You did really good. And you did and you great did, today. Uh, somehow even better here. Our you little angel. Angels. Our little angel, Angela. There's nothing angels. left to say except for an all of Pod's people said, Amen. This a- is my a- halo. freaking men. Let's go out maybe with something. <laughs> Dolly Parton full wings out above the altar. Yeah, like, truly. she eagle wings. Okay, that was a moment where I was like, I Dolly does have a little bit of an ego, doesn't she? Yeah, you that know? was a lot. Yeah, it was like, whoa. I kind of like Okay, so this is a version of All I Want for Christmas Is You as a duet between Dolly Parton and Jimmy Fallon. I love you, Dolly. Always have, always will. Oh, that's so sweet. Now, that was not respectful was enough. Say that was so mushy and romantic and all. Also, what am I going to get you for Christmas? Do you think to get him into the studio, they they lined it with like a bunch of little like airplane bottles of whiskey uh, into the recording? I always wanted to sing a duet with you, so you can go. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. I can't believe this is happening right now. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. What's that? I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>